We're, we're back. <laughs> we are here. Things are happening. Things are happening. I'm we like... are doing the larger edition of the, the intro. intro. Where you can... Oh, right. Dang. Whiteboard. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Here. Tasty. Yes. It's Clean. a prop. Makes us look more sophisticated. Maybe not, but it you doesn't. know. It, it's dreams. It's all yeah. about dreams. <laughs> it's Hopes. all the attempt. Okay. So today on Manic Movie misfits what are we doing today well we're just kind of saying what we are just kind of getting to know us kind of we'll get around our set and that's about it so yeah and stuff did you mention stuff we've watched oh yeah just stuff we've watched yeah. recently together that we both like and are into so yeah, yeah. yep get that out of here. get that out of here we don't need that yeah get it no <laughs> okay so now that we've gone over the overview yeah let's talk about what is this podcast about we we talked about it in the youtube trailer and the podcast trailer yes um but we'll say it here again because why not yeah what could happen um so basically it's just tj and i yeah just chilling uh vibing talking about movies and television nothing. yeah that too uh doing nothing being stupid yeah. The usual. And, and you know, pop culture stuff, too. Yeah. You know, the news. We'll talk yes. about movie news and stuff and TV news, but keep you all up to date. But, uh, yeah. 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 I think, um, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. So, now, studio it's... Studio Tour. Studio Tour. That's right. Studio Tour. Yeah. Um. So, TJ, you want to start us off? Well, yeah. Why don't you start us off? All right, cool. Uh. Well, we got two posters here. Uh, we got one for the good old movie Caddyshack. I have to move my mic over here real, real quick. Uh, Caddyshack, Chevy Chase, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, classic comedy, very funny. And then we also got another sweet poster of A View to a Kill with Roger Moore, his last Bond movie at mid-80s. Duran yeah. Duran music. Yes. Mm. Let's go. Tasty. And hey. we got the amazing Christopher Walken. The best Bond villain. My my personal favorite, like dead serious, my personal favorite Bond villain. Uh, I know TJ really likes him, obviously. Oh yeah, he's um, awesome. He's great. He's just super goofy and is Christopher Walken. I mean, like, come on. He's having a fun time. He's all that matters. Right. Um. But yeah, and now I think we'll Funkos, right? Yeah. Other than our computers and whatever we have on the. So thing. I guess I could do my Funkos first and then yeah. yours. Yeah. Maybe you. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, go. so on my side of the table, I have Old Luke from the sequel trilogy, Star Wars sequel trilogy movies, Rick Deckard from my favorite uh, movie of all time, Blade Runner, Sam Malone, Sam Mayday Malone, sorry, from Cheers, uh, one, of, one of my favorite sitcoms, it's hilarious, it's awesome, Magnum P.I. from one of my favorite TV shows, Magnum P.I., <laughs> Self-explaining to his, his full name, his real name technically is, is, is Thomas. Thomas Magnum. Um, it's a detective show. Uh, it's fun. And then above them right here, I have the dynamic duo of Fox Mulder and Dana Scully from the X-Files. Can't One, go wrong there. Yes. Great, great, great show. show. Um, so, yeah. Well, then I guess on my side, I got, I'll start at the bottom. I got the Xenomorph here from the Alien movies. Classic uh, then here I got some Marvel MCU guys, Iron Man from Infinity War and Black Panther. And then in front of me, I got Sean Connery's Bond, which who doesn't love? Yeah, to ba basically the debatable best. Yeah, it's it's him or 
or Craig. Him, Craig, or depending on who you talk Yeah, about. I mean, we all have our own favorites, but I mean, like, you know, yeah. popularity-wise, it's those two. Yeah. Yeah. And then Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey, because I love that movie. I'll fight you if you don't. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Didn't get the greatest box office, but... It's fun as hell. Yeah. Yes, definitely. But other than that, uh, that's pretty much our set. Yeah, that is. Got this nice cheap table here. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I guess the job done, though. Yeah. That's for sure. Nice corner table. Nice but corner table, yeah. Other than that, favorite movies and shows? Yeah, I think so. All right. And then we can move on to that. Um, oh, and then, well, sorry, before we move on, we should mention that um, behind us, oh, yes. you won't see this this video, but, but maybe next soon. video, next when we get guests, there is Star Trek 2, which is The Wrath of Khan, um, is up there on the wall. Behind. Right, it's behind where the camera is, where you guys are. Yeah. Um, it has the amazing Ricardo Montalban. So good. He is my favorite Star Trek villain by far. Um, puts all of them, all the other ones to shame. Right. I mean, there's other ones that are good, but uh, like he's just he's fun. He's just so it's just so iconic. Yes. Um, and it has the amazing tagline at the end of the universe lies the beginning of vengeance. That is just so good, so good. Um, but enough of that because we got to get to our favorite movies and yes. television shows. Yes. Yes. Your first. Sure. Well, maybe okay. we do, or we do like I do my fourth, you do your fourth. Okay, back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Like All right. So starting with my fourth favorite movie, it's Lawrence of Arabia, uh, starring uh, Peter O'Toole. Uh, I've seen this movie about twice. Um, it's about uh, T. E. Lawrence, who's a British officer who ends up helping the um, Arabs um, revolt against the Turkish in World War One. It's really good. Mostly the reason I'm drawn to it is just the illustrious cinematography. Oh, it's so good. It's it's definitely my favorite out of any movie I've seen. Oh, yeah. It's um, beautifully shot. Right. For those who haven't seen it or don't know what we're talking about, just look it up on the internet. Yeah. Look at some of the shots. Amazing. Yeah. Very open. Very, like, oh. Yeah. I, I, I would say... I'm trying to be unbiased, of course. I mean, I'm yeah. not because it's one of my favorites, but... As much as I can be, it's. I feel like it's like top five all time, just regardless of oh, for, for cinematography. cinematography. Yes. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. So good. it's. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, and then you know you also got to couple that with there is great acting in it. Um, yes. I mean, after all, uh, O'Toole did go up for one of his nine. Many. Was it nine Oscars? A lot. It's a lot. He, <laughs> That's all I know. Um, for for best actor, and he lost to Gregory Peck for uh, what was it? To Kill a Mockingbird. Kill a Mockingbird. That's right. Yeah. Um, which, which is also good. Which is also good. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that is my, I think I said yeah. That's my fourth favorite uh, film. Movie. TJ. All right. Yeah. My fourth is Lost in Translation, which is a Sofia Coppola movie from twenty years ago, something like that. It's a long time ago. Actually, not that long. Anyway, as Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson when they were younger than they are now. And it's they're essentially them just kind of chilling in Tokyo, trying to find who they are. I like that. It. it speaks to me, because I don't know. I don't know what I am. <laughs> Except a human on this earth. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it's funny. It's cute. It's well acted. But other than that, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, my third favorite movie of all time is Unforgiven. Um, it's essentially a story about like an aging outlaw 
who um, decides to take basically one more job um, in this town where there is an interesting sheriff yes. named Little Bill who uh, is played by um, Gene, Hackman. Gene Hackman. So good. Yes, he is him and Clint Eastwood who plays the aging outlaw. Amazing. So, yeah, I mean, really good movie. The reason I have it as my third favorite is I love how just realistic it feels. Yes. Um, there's not many... I, I love westerns. Westerns are my favorite genre. There, To me, there's not many westerns. Like, westerns, you look at them, you're like... You watch them, you're like, okay, yeah, it's a western, but it doesn't really feel like that That might... You might feel like it might actually happen, but it just yeah. doesn't have that that next level. You know what I'm, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's uh, something like El Dorado or something. Right. Old John Wayne one. It's very fun. Yeah. Not realistic at all. Right. It's, well, it does have realism, but... Right. Some, and then overall, it doesn't feel as... Like, tight-knit and, like, down-to-earth. Right. Yeah, down-to-earth. That's a good one. Yeah, this one really feels like that. Um, Really heavy. Yes. Really heavy. Um, Just awesome acting. I consider it, you know, when people say greatest westerns of all time, they immediately put up, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Um, And I would put this up there in a heartbeat. Oh, Um, yeah, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. It's it's widely regarded as. One one of three Oscars. Right. Yeah. One of three Oscar, one of three westerns to win best picture. Yes, um, along with Dances with Wolves and I can't remember the other one. I it, it was a, it was like it was like thirties I think. But anyway, yeah. Um, Reason is my favorite. Great acting, feels very real, very realistic, um, and I love just just the character dynamics. Also, um, very flawed, um, you know, management. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, flawed leadership is a better, I think, a better yeah. term there. But, um, yeah, that is my third favorite film of all time. Yeah, I, I definitely have to give it a rewatch because yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. I, then again, it's only been like a year, but whatever. Right. We don't speak oh, that. Oh, also uh, cinematography. Well, that's good, too. Yeah. Um, my Keeping on the Western train, my third is uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Sergio, Sergio Leone. Uh was it before or after the good, the bad, the ugly? It was after. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it has Henry Fonda and Charles Bronson. Uh, it has to do with like these people trying to take land and rebellion and stuff like that. It's it's it's, it's not as like real as like realistic as the Clint Eastwood one, but it's still fun and has some realism to it. Yeah, it de- yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I had this, I had this as my oh, once one time in the West as. Your favorite. My favorite, even after I watched the first time Unforgiven. But the reason I ended up putting Unforgiven over is I feel like the acting is kind of lacking. Yes. Um, and okay. and the, maybe not so much the acting, but more so uh, characters, like yes. in-depth character analysis and, and yeah. stuff like that compared to Unforgiven. But I understand either way putting one oh, of them yeah. on top of the they're, other. They're so. both fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, I like you said, the characters, they're not amazing. They're they're well acted though. Like Henry Fonda is just fantastic. He is. He is undoubtedly very menacing. Yes. Very, oof. Yeah. And it, then, it was kind of genius for uh, I don't I don't know who did it, who agreed to do it, or if it was Sergio and Henry Fonda that decided to do it. But the fact that uh, they were both like, "Yo, uh, Henry, you should play. Villain. You should make him a villain." After like all his other like iconic like you know good, good guy roles. Yeah. Just like yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's beautifully shot. It's um, it, it's 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 super long, but it feels like it 
feels perfect, like like pace wise and everything like that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's just I like it. That opening though, oh, it's so good. So long. train station. Yeah, I I watched it with them, and for a moment I was like, it's it's taken a while for things to actually start up because it's just. For those who don't know, the opening is just I'm sitting at a train station for like six minutes. Yeah. And it, it as the titles go by, and it's just like, um, what's happening? <laughs> but after that, it, I mean, the scene itself is cool. Like, sound mixing is awesome. But it takes a minute, and I like that, though. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's it's great. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think, or is that all, TJ, for yours? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Um, my second film is Field of Dreams. Um, a very simple film compared to a lot of the ones that we recently listed, but it's still a great one in my opinion. Um, it's, it's, um, a story of an Iowa farmer who basically builds this cornfield because of this, you know, this voice. Um, I mean, he, he builds a baseball field in his cornfield. (sighs) <sighs> all right so tj just gave off his third favorite yes i'm on my second favorite which is field of dreams yes it's a story about an iowa farmer who um builds a baseball field uh in his cornfield um you got it right this time yes <laughs> i can think straight yes you can read um, because of a voice um uh and he's basically following it and uh yeah um, he mo- he's motivated, I guess I should say, by the voice yeah. to do it. Um, and what follows is fantasy and yeah. magical and fun, fun, and it's it's, it's a great, cute. it's like a it. cute, yeah, it's really good. Um, and I think that's I just like the message behind it uh, a lot, and uh, the acting is fine. I wrote this speech by uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, towards the end. So good. So good. They will yeah. come the, the they will come speech. Very good. Amazing. Yes. Um Yeah. And then of course the if you build a quote yeah. is amazing. It's ingrained too. into culture as yeah. we know it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um but yeah, that's the cinematography's good. I like that as well. Um so yeah. 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 Uh, my second favorite is uh Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's a modern romance movie. It came out two years ago about uh it's essentially about this lady who has to go to this island where she has to paint another lady and there's romance and stuff in there very fun or not fun it's not it's not actually fun cut that out (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it's very beautifully made it's um i like it's like tone it's very like somber and quiet not there's not a lot of music or anything it's just it feels like you're actually like sitting in a room with these people it's nice, and it's well beautifully written. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So my first favorite, my favorite movie of all time, is Blade Runner. And basically, simply put, it's about this this detective, this cop named Rick Deckard, played by Harrison Ford, who Iconic. goes after these uh these um. Androids. Replicants, yeah, um, who are on the run. They're fugitives because they left their mining colony, um, and that's really literally the plot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's basically it. But I mean, it's so much more. Um, yes, I really like it because it 
talks about the idea, you know, of like, are these replicants, are human. they human? Yes. Are they people? Are they a person? You know, they're not, you know, obviously they're, they don't have, you know, organs and stuff Whatever. like that. You know, they're, they're robots, but are they people? Yes. And that's free thinking. And right. That. Yeah. Right. And, and you can see a lot. You, and I love seeing uh, Decker's progression throughout the film, kind of realizing that looking at these, these robots, they're real. That's what they are. They're robots and seeing their emotion and stuff like that and yeah. the things they care about. And he's like, well, wait a second. Like that's us. Yes. You know? So good. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that whole like change is so good. Yeah. It is really good. Um, so yeah, that is my cinematography's good. Yes. Um, what I, I don't want to miss anything. Um, acting is good. The effects are beautiful. Effects are beautiful. Correct. Yes. Um, it's in the same time as like Empire and some of those. Oh, and it's in the up. iconic summer of 83? Two. Two. I always get that wrong. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, and I think it was June, uh, The Thing, Poltergeist, E.T., and uh, Blade Runner, four very iconic movies for their genres, came out like back to back to back to back. Um, <laughs> and yeah. uh, some of them failed horribly. And some of them are, like, have, go, like, the failed ones have garnered their cult classic legacy. But yeah. Some that, of them are big, like, for right. the time. Right. It's like one of, it, the thing in Blade Runner, like, those two movies where it's, like, critics, at least I think, are, like, looking back on it, like, really? <laughs> yeah, like, we, I gave it that or whatever? Like, I, I yeah, said that or whatever? Yeah. that The Poltergeist and E.T., were huge successes. Right. And and they're still, they're good, obviously. They're great. Sir? Uh, sir, I, sorry, that is, you know, that is my <laughs> bad. fool. That is my bad. Uh, ignore that. Let's just ignore <laughs> that here. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Um, that definitely did not happen. Uh, there we go. That's, yeah. Sorry. Pardon the interruption. Um, but, I mean, they're both E.T. and Poltergeist. I've only seen E.T. You've seen both, I believe, correct? Yes. Yeah. They're both great yes. movies. Um, nothing taken away from them, but it's always fun to see where critics screwed up. And yes. Where majority of them. I mean, not, I think it was majority of them, pretty much. Yeah. Well, a, a lot. Yeah. A good chunk screwed up. Um, and they definitely did, because those are two... Fantastic movies. Fantastic movies. Um... So yeah, I think that's it on Blade Runner. Um, I could talk about it all day. Uh, we are going to go further in depth with these films yeah, at a later episode date. Yeah, we, we don't know yet, but we just again, this is just an intro. So yeah, we're just kind of um, we're trying to get just used to our setting and stuff and, and get into the vibe. Um, um, I, it turns out that um, um, uh, Ray um, Kinsella. Uh, actually builds a cornfield instead of a, a baseball field. Yes. So that's a thing, apparently. So we're just getting used to things here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll that's – that's we'll get there. That is my number one film, Blade Runner. Um, if anyone wants to talk to me about it, I will gladly talk to them about it for about five years. Yeah. I'm rambling. It's time for TJ to give his <laughs> number one. Number one. Otherwise, bad things might happen. All right, go yes. ahead. All right. My favorites are um, – the Before Trilogy, but more specifically the first one, Before Sunrise. Uh, it's It has Ethan Hawke and uh, a French actress who 
I don't think she did. I, th- I know she's in Age of Ultron for like a minute, but other than that, um, it's just it's a fun romance movie. It's cute, like it's all about writing. It's there's no like actual plot to it. It's just people walking around the city, getting to know each other, falling in love. That's why I love romance movies. I it's my like my favorite genre, and I think that's like the movie that really got me into it. It's oh yeah. I want to visit Europe now. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. I'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Um, I need more notes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Very, very good. That is our favorite movies. Yeah. It is now time to keep TV cruising. Show. Yeah, TV shows. And TV shows. Yes. Um, yeah. TJ, you want to start us off this time? Sure. Go with your second. We're, we're doing our top two, because if we did our top four or five, we'd be here for a while. A while. Uh, I'd say my top two are pretty much tied. Uh, I'll talk about one before the other. Uh, Twin Peaks, uh, 90s detective show made by David Lynch. Super like weird and out there, but it's also like really funny and at, like... Comedic, com- like comedic. It it really has everything. Yes, it's um, a little bit of everything. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's great. Uh, very very quotable. Um, yes, we quote it all the time. We quote it all the time. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's very char. It has. It really has everything. It's charming. Yeah. It's quirky. It's um off the, the wall. The character. It's yeah. It's off the wall. It. I mean, TJ. I know, I know it's your favorite, but I mean, just add some stuff here. Um. It, it I love it because it it's it seems like it's a normal you know just standard detective, detective like who killed Laura Palmer that's the big thing obviously yes, is that's a big mystery right who killed Laura Palmer that's the big tagline of the yes. show um, but after a couple things happen you uh, slowly you realize. slowly real you slowly realize you're like this is normal what the hell what am like, I what's watching going on <laughs> yeah. um, and then you come to love it yes. Um, we watched it last year together. Yeah. Most of it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit over a year now, and we both love it dearly. Yeah. We just actually visited there. We just, yes, was yeah, it yesterday? We, we, yeah, yeah, it we was yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, so we were there yesterday. Yeah. Um, I had a damn fine cup of coffee. We both had, uh, cherry, cherry pie. Because we have, because you have to. Yeah. Um, and it was good cherry pie, too. Oh, it was fantastic. It was great. Um, but yeah, uh, cinematography, awesome. Oh yeah, everything um, about the show. Is I don't want to steal your spotlight, so if you yes, get out of here. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> you you talk, you talk. Yes. Uh, great acting all around, like, debatably for James. John hates. I okay, sorry, no, no, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Okay, I I did hate him. Let yes. me clarify. I this did. is a running joke in our friend group. It is. I dislike now. It's more yes. of a dislike, like. Okay, I understand his character was written how it was written, and it's like okay, cool, but he's st- he can still annoy me. Yes, like oh, you, he's that, very annoying at times. Like the whole thing, I don't want to get into any spoilers or like anything with the actual TV show itself. But there's a um, there's an arc at In near the end of season two. two where he goes off and he's like, I'm gonna do my own thing and I'm gonna figure out my life or whatever, and he just screws it up basically more. Yeah. Um. It's it's. It's it's a waste of screen time, but it's also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. It is. It. 
I, don't, I mean, you know, I used to hate him more. I call it more of a dislike now. Uh, yeah. But TJ was right on, on some levels. Yes, I am not the biggest fan of him. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but yes, back yes. to you. Uh, but yeah, acting's great. Direction's great all around. Uh, it's The writing is awesome. But yeah, that's pretty much Twin Peaks. Yeah. We yeah. love it. The, the font, though. The font is so good. It's awesome. I think that's my, it's like my favorite font just in general out of any film I've seen. Because like the, just the neon in the, it's like pink, right? There's a little pink in the back, right? Isn't that what it is? No. It's it's black and then it's uh, green on the outside. Oh, it's back, black and green. Okay. Anyway, it, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. It's amazing. Yes. Um, Yeah. So anyway, that, that's your Warm. second. Uh, is, is that all you want to say, DJ? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, do you want me to do my second, or do you want to do your first? I'll just do, let's just I'll just do my, my other one. Okay, cool. Uh, my other one is Cowboy Bebop. Uh, it's an anime from the '90s. Can't tell. I love my '90s stuff. Um, it essentially it's it's kind of a space opera kind of um, sci-fi show that follows like a little crew of a spaceship and all their weird wacky adventures and stuff. And it's it's a cool mix of genres and has a bunch of cool action and like visuals and stuff. I love it. Damn good. Love it. Yeah. Well, I also watched it over quarantine last year. Uh, I think not, f- not far long after I watched Twin Peaks, but it was great. Yeah. Well, I haven't personally seen it. I've seen one episode. Um, you might see one of our friends, Emerson, come on here and talk to TJ about it. Yes. He loves uh, it as well. He loves it as well. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I'll... Well, I'll get him into it. Yeah, I, I so. might get into it. We'll see. I'll 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 try it. I'll yes. try it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, your favorite show. Okay. All right. Speaking of shows that our friend Emerson doesn't like, or speaking of shows that he actually doesn't like compared to likes, is uh, my second favorite, which is The X Files. Um, yes. I love that show very very dearly. Oh, I talk yeah. about it all the time. He does. It's um, kind of scary sometimes. I. It, what mostly draws me to it, and I, I've got to keep this, I got to, I got to shorten this so I don't go off on a tangent here, is the two characters, um, yes. Dana Scully and Fox Mulder, who are right here, yes. played by David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. They're, of course, one of the reasons, one of the two reasons that draw me to it. That being, I love their chemistry um, as actors and as characters themselves, and how they their their journey together throughout figuring you know their their with their beliefs of the supernatural and and paranormal and, and just in you know stuff in general um that's really good and then um the other reason i like it is just just the cool factor like oh, it's yeah. like it's it's a standard setting you know it's the fbi you know the it's um, just an fbi show at heart but right has it, all these weird wacky side monsters and stuff right all stand you know standard stuff you know that you'd see day to day but they run into all this paranormal stuff which makes it super cool um we don't talk about season six through nine for the most part that those did not exist um for the most part there are some good episodes but did not exist um but yeah that is my second favorite show of all time my first favorite show is called magnum pi um this dude this dude not many people know about it, um, our age, for obvious reasons, because it was made in the 80s. Oh, yes. sorry. The X-Files is 90s. 90s, and they made two seasons, uh, very short seasons, in uh, the 2010s. Yes. And I think the first one was like 2016, and the second one was 2018. Something like that. Those have some good quality episodes in them. Yes. 
Um, but anyway, back to my favorite show, Magnum PI. Um, uh, 80s detective show. If you can't tell, I like, I like detective shows. Yes. Um, about It's a show about a uh, ex-Navy intelligence officer turned private investigator. Um, Thomas Magnum is his name. Our Lord and Savior. Yes, played by Tom Selleck. Who it lives on a estate in the guest house in return for uh, managing the security there. Yeah. Um, he lives there for free because he does that. Um, and you know, to make money, he's a private investigator. Um, I love the the reason. The number one reason is my favorite show is because of the chemistry. Oh yeah. Those four main guys. Yeah, the four um, leads are awesome. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're funny. It. They're funny. They can be serious when they need to be. Um, it's they just work really well together, and it's amazing. All um, great cast. The setting is great, of course. Oh, yeah. Hawaii, Honolulu. It's so fun. Um, it's it's a true joy. Um, it's it really is a great um, representation of the '80s. It does a great job yes. as as far as like not representation of the '80s, but more of like the representation of good quality the good quality shows. shows that have come out of the '80s. Yes. Like, Hawaii, um, also, like, um, Miami Vice and stuff like that. It's definitely, like, up there. Right. Like, detective shows, at least. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, as far as, as far as dramas, I, you know, of course I'm biased, duh, but, like, I would, <laughs> I'd put that up there with some of the best of the, of the decade. Um, you have that, Miami Vice is really good. Um, well, really good's a weird word. Um, I mean, it's... Um, from what I've watched so far, which is about two seasons, it's, <clears throat> I mean, it's the most iconic show out of that decade, I believe. Um, yeah, well, definitely one of them. Definitely one of them. Um, it, it's just, the, the, especially from the, the fashion standpoint, oh. it, from fashion standpoint, it is, in my opinion, it is oh, the most yes. iconic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the pastels, the, you know, the, the smart oh, casual from, uh, Don Johnson, so Crockett, good. um, and Tubbs, you know, also has those bright colors too. Anyway, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Magnum P.I. Um, <laughs> we like to rant if you can't tell. Yeah, we will be doing a lot of that. But, hey, that's why we got a podcast, right? So we could yeah. rant. Um, I'm just seeing if I'm missing any, anything here. Um, I think you got most of it. I did, yeah. Talk about chemistry. Comedy and action, I really love. They, do, I think they do a great job with that. TJ's seen some episodes, so oh, he, yeah. gets, he gets where I'm going. Um, yeah. The comedy and action is a really nice blend. Um and it also has a nice... I love the shows that do... They have standalone episodes, but they also have those overarching ones. Yeah. Um, great. X-Files does it. Magnum does it. Um, don't get me wrong. I like shows like Twin Peaks where it doesn't do that, and it's all you know like one continuous. big continuous thing. But I really do love the shows. Monk does it. Monk's another good one. Oh, yeah. That'll be talked about on here. Where they do have a lot of standalone episodes, but either near mid-season... Beginning of the, the season or the end, they'll always have an episode or two where they'll talk about right. where it'll be an overarching plot. Yes, the big plot of the show, and that's really good. So, yeah, in a sense, yes, that is the reason Magnum PI is my all-time favorite show. Yeah, but other than that, stuff we just watched recently that we like. Yeah, I want to get to that. Um, let's see. I'm gonna. We got notes, so because yeah. I, I want to stay on track. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, stay on track. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't though, because I said. Uh, cornfield instead of baseball field you know but hey yeah. <laughs> happens to the best of us um okay so yes let's see so we tj finished a little bit ago well not actually a while ago what am i thinking yeah it's been a few months yeah friends yeah we 
We both love Friends. Love friends. <laughs> yes, we're big uh, Friends fans. It's, it's great. I mean, I'm on a sitcom binge, so I'm trying to find the greatest sitcom of all time because I'm having this debate with one of my friends in particular. Um, he will not be named. He might show up on the podcast later later in the coming weeks. But um, And I always believed, and TJ knows this, that yes. Friends was not. I, I heavily was on the Friends. This is overhyped. It's yeah. it's just it's just a thing that you know people are overhyping and it's it's really just a fine sitcom show. Yeah, that is until I watched it, um, which I probably should have done first. It is fantastic. Oh, it's so funny. Um, I my favorite part is just, and I appreciate this more with watching more sitcoms is their ability to have to make each character feel like they're on their own rhythm. Yes. Whereas if you watch Mash or and Cheers and Cheers too, for the most part, Cheers. Um, which are the two other big ones that I've watched a lot of, or all of. Um, and The Office, is, too, is like this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other sitcoms. They all seem to be on the same rhythm. Yes. There's not a, a huge distinction between each character, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, with oh, a, with yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, I feel like with The Office, it's, it's mostly just Michael Scott, everyone else. Yes. It's kind of just like weird disparity, because Michael Scott's stupid and wacky and everywhere. Everyone else is kind of just deadpan, and they're like, um, whatever. <laughs> you remember me have a great point. They have to feed off him, yes. I think, is a big thing. Whereas in the whereas in Friends, they, they all feed off each other, and yeah, but they, they can be they can be by themselves too. Yes, yeah, that like especially when they go with like single scenes with other big actors. Like uh, there's the scene with Joey and Charleston Heston, which is fantastic, and it's just. It shouldn't work as well as it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it does. Awesome. Yeah. We we could both talk about that for a while. Yeah. Um yeah, let's see what what else do we write down? Yeah, it's just, it's just really fun. Um and it's right now it's number 1 on my list. I don't see it changing. I still have Seinfeld left though, so hey, it might happen, but yeah. um out of those big 4. Um but it's other than that it's fantastic. It's awesome. Um, who's your favorite Friends character? Uh, Chandler. Yep, same. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, whenever there's, you know, like a lot of stuff around me, or I, I always pull the Chandler quote where, tra- Chandler quote where it's like, um, uh, do we have it? He says, do we have any fruit? Yeah. But- I always, but I say, do we have any whatever? I just say that a lot. Yeah. Uh, he is, he's very, he's another, he's a very quotable character. Oh, we love him. He's, he's great. Sarcasm is awesome. Uh, and his dancing moves. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, great show. Other great than that, show. Uh, James Bond. Also, <laughs> just amazing. Yes. My personal favorite movie franchise. Yeah. One of TJ's favorites. Yes. Um, we watched them all two, not two years ago. It can't be that long ago. Well, it was... Yeah, it was that long ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was the summer between our junior and it's, senior years, so that was like it yeah, wasn't Oh my god, it was. Yeah, so it was two summers ago. Yeah. That we that we that we did our first binge. Yeah, so now we're starting it again cuz we got to get ready for the new one. <laughs> TJ, what do you like about James Bond? James Bond. I mean, you can't go wrong with like every actor is fun. Like uh, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, they all have like their certain charm, and they're all just like fun standalone movies. Daniel Craig is more linear, but other than that, a lot of them are standalone, fun, 
just wacky, weird, fun, occasionally with cool villains and. Yeah, I I agree, and I think what draws me most to it is well, first of all, I mean, as you guys have already kind of figured out, and TJ, you know, I love detective stuff. I love yes. kind of mystery stuff or investi- investigation type stuff, and Bond obviously falls along that line. Yeah. But also, um, the just the amount of difference you can get from different decades, from different actors, yes. stuff like that. It's You can literally get whatever you want. If you want, like, a stupid, like, well, I don't want to offend people, but not so, I wouldn't I don't I'm not gonna say stupid, but like not very well written and kind of just off the wall off and crazy the, crazy like if you're it's like a like eleven o'clock midnight movie you put on maybe like a either like a, a Brosnan or View to Kill or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't want to offend Brosnan fans here or oh, Brosnan yeah. movie fans like they're they're not uh, they're not amazing but they're fun. They're, That's they're, the draw of them. Yeah, they're. To me, I find two different types of Bond fun. You have this kind of Bond fun and Brosnan movie Bond fun, which yes. for me, and I'm excluding Goldeneye because I think Goldeneye is a great oh, uh, Brosnan one. Awesome. <clears throat> I think it's the only great Bond film of his, in my opinion. Like, truly great. Truly great. Um, I think if, and we, TJ, both agree with this. We both have talked about this. If the right, I feel like it's, not, it's definitely not Brosnan himself. I want to make that clear. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. The writing just happens to be terrible. A lot of the time, which is unfortunate. Um, he's awesome. Because he's awesome. It's and he's fun. And the funny thing is, is there's two different types of kind of meme fun bond. Or not fun, but more like meme bonds. There's this kind of meme bond. Which it doesn't. Which um, I like a lot more than the, the, the other remaining bras and ones after Goldeneye because it's just... I find it so much more fun and like there's some more out there's so much more out there. The the and it's to the point where like the writing isn't like bad per se. Yes. It's it's whereas the bras and ones it's like yeah the writing is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Where these ones where you have like a view to a kill octopusy and stuff the writing is it's like fine or whatever but like it's not bad. And yes. when you couple that with just absolute just crazy Action. action sequences and like funny Dancing, weird like lines and awesome villains like Christopher Walken it's it just makes movies like A View to a Kill so much more fun to watch so much more fun to watch exactly and uh, TJ I don't know if you want to talk about this I think we should but how well the the Bond films do with um making like a, what seems like a meme um, you know how we cool. talk actually yes. cool remember how we talked about it? yeah yes we talked about this a few weeks ago with our friends because we're gonna watch a lot more of them with him uh there's a lot of scenes especially like earlier like uh with sean connery and roger moore where like in theory they're so outlandish so stupid yeah <laughs> and, but like they have this level of like weirdly cool factor to them that shouldn't work as well as it does like I think it's kind of lost that now because I think a lot of people are like, if it's dumb, it's dumb, and they don't they take it for granted. It, like dumb is fun, but like those old ones are awesome for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it and I mean, really, it's it's whole movies though. Like it's like yes. it's it's Goldfinger. I, you only live twice. You only live twice. Like it's these it's these iconic. Like they're iconic. Like that's yes. what they are. They're iconic Bond movies and Thunder iconic Boss movies in general. 
Thunderball is also there. Yeah, exactly. That's so fun. They're so iconic, yet so memeable in a good way. Yes. Um, it's not like per se like it's not like the Revenge of the Sith memeable. It's like it's a diff it's different than that. Yes, it's yeah, because Revenge of the Sith, I think people like to think it's a lot more iconic than it actually is. Hot take. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, Thunderball and all those are, like, they're, they're a lot more, like, like important to action movies and stuff like that. Because, like, I don't know. It, they just, it feels like they are. Like, you feel like you see a lot more of stuff from those in more modern movies than, like, Revenge of the Sith in a modern sci-fi movie. Yeah. We're, we're trying our best to relay this to you. Yes. Um, I think we're getting the point across. Yeah. Let's basically, hope <laughs> let's hope we are. I'm, I'm going to sum this up because we got to get going. But basically, the we might have to cut some stuff short because we, 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 we love talking about our Bond movies. Let's put it that way. Uh, I'm just going to end it by saying, if I can do it as simply as possible, the thing with the iconic Bond movies, especially the, the, the iconic, memeable Bond movies... Um, especially the Sean Connery ones, as we mentioned before, is just they do it in a way where, yes, it's memeable, but it's just incredibly still good, and Fun. it's just a good Bond movie, a yes. good film despite those things. And yes. Actually, I shouldn't say despite them. Those meme moments add to it and make it Fun. a good film, yeah. a, a good Bond film, which normally in, in cinema doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. Yeah. Most times. <laughs> Most times. Uh, other so things anyway. we love that are memes. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Family. Yes. Uh, we just binged those like a month, a month or two ago to get ready for the new one, which we saw opening dirt or opening night, and we love them. <laughs> yeah. uh, we quote them constantly. Uh, to see them cause. Yes, we love Too Fast, Too Furious, especially. It's hilarious. <laughs> TJ, what's the thing about street fights? The street always wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, we have other things we are really big into are like Star Wars, Marvel movies. We've gotten into Jackie Chan. Those oh. move Jackie Chan movies. Um, Poli- okay. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, TJ. It's all good. But um, police story movies. We've only seen the first two, but... Oh my! Highly Those recommend movies. the first. Oh my gosh! So good. It, the, the The first one's like one of those movies where anyone could sit through and watch it because it's fast, it's quick, it's a, way enjoyable. Yes. The plot is super simple. Um, yeah. but then you have Jackie just like going, like running through glass, like getting. Well, I shouldn't say running, but thrown into glass, and he's going. He's going hard. One of my. It, it is my favorite action movie of all time. Pure action movie. It's my f- personal favorite. It's one. Of, it's up there for you, of course. Oh, definitely. Um. It's, oh man. Oh, it's so fun. We both rate it highly on Letterbox. By the way, uh, we'll drop the our Letterbox oh, usernames in the description if you want to, uh, yes, you know, give us a follow. follow us. But we both rate it highly. I have it like a four and a half out of five stars. You have it, I think, the same, right? Yes. Yeah. It's. It's great. We love it. I, I mean, from the ratings, you can tell. I mean, we. It's great. It's a yes. great movie. Um, We're also big Karate Kid fans. We yes. love our Cobra Kai. <laughs> you need to you need to stop me from ranting. I will. Yes. Soon, yes. Yes. I, I. I. My lack of self control is is you know that's a yeah. thing. But that's why TJ's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep us on track. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. Anyway. Yes. TJ, tell us about the Karate Kid. Uh. Yeah. Movies. We. He's 
watched them for like forever. I I just got into them because I'd never seen them until now. That's right. I'm 19 years old. And I didn't watch Karate Kid until then. Sue me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're big Cobra Kai fans because that show's awesome. It's funny and action heavy and oh, it's awesome. We love the nostalgia. Um, yeah, we can't wait for season four, which hopefully is soon. Let's hope. Yeah. The soundtracks, wow. So good. We're, we're, we're big 80s music guys, so yes. it draws to us. Yes, it calls to it us. It calls to us. That's a, that's better, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I think that's all the stuff we have listed there. But Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm sorry, Star Wars and other franchises that we couldn't get to, because I have a loud and uh, big mouth, but, you know, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. That's what this podcast is about, is we're just having we'll fun. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. yeah. Uh, like you said, well, in the last one, we'll try and have a podcast out a week. Yeah, we're gonna try once a week. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, yeah. If you just want the audio, it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Got the video version here. Right. We're we're trying. We're gonna try our best to attend to both. Like we don't want to be just visual or just we, or yeah. yeah. We want to make sure we have a nice balance and. The whole idea is we're just, you know, producing videos and getting them out there so we can get in the flow of things. Because you, you can't get better if you don't, you know, try in the first keep place. doing it. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be like, you know, for example, someone might uh, mistake a, a cornfield for a baseball field. I don't know who would do that, but, you <laughs> only know. Only a fool. <laughs> only a fool would do that. Um, but... It you know we're just trying to get the flow of things and get comfortable so stuff like that might happen. Um, oh, I think it'll happen when we're comfortable. <laughs> Probably more. It it might yes, but hey, you know what? That's just how it rolls sometimes. Um, yeah. So yeah, like TJ was saying, you know, Once you know week. where to get, you know where to uh, uh, listen to us and, and watch us. So yeah, then we'll have our Instagram and stuff like that. And the what's our Instagram? Field of Films. Uh, yeah, we'll have that in the description, along with our letterbox and other stuff we figure Maybe out. Maybe our personals, we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, you'll see when you scroll down there. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. and Or thanks for listening, if you're on uh, just the normal uh, audio. audio version. Um, we really are looking forward to this. Yes, um, It's much. something we've wanted, wanted to do for a, a, a decent amount of time here. It's taken us a while to get this all set up. To get this all set up, but Lots you know, it's a hanging foam. Oh my gosh, I don't even want to go into that. Um, we we we'll get there soon. Maybe maybe we'll talk. Maybe it'll it'll probably come out at some podcast in the future. Yeah. Um, but just to give you guys a heads up, TJ, what is our next podcast? Uh, James Bond. Yeah. But yeah, we're watching him again, so we'll talk about those. Yeah, with one of our, um, and we'll also probably get our first guest too. Yeah. Um, one of our friends who loves Bond, he loves the, the Craig Bonds. He hasn't seen much of the other ones, so we're getting him into those. Yes. Um, Slow but surely. All right. A while. TJ, you want to close us out so I don't keep ranting? All right. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next time, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All see right. You then.